the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 at 10, 11 o'clock. I got all messed up here. I've got Rudy and Greg from Phoenix Body Works. They're here. We're talking about insurance companies and paint and body work and sophistication level. And, and uh, we haven't even talked about what it is that you guys do that scares us mechanical guys to death. It's all those electronics and those modules and the wiring harnesses. And we hope that your technician isn't colorblind and can't tell the difference between a purple wire and a green wire. <laughs> and, and, and oftentimes, how is it you diagnose that this module's bad? And one guy says to me, because it's smashed. <laughs> and so you go, okay. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Doug, how can we help you? Hi, Mark. I have a 2000 Monte Carlo with a 3.4. Okay. It's got 118,000 miles. It's like uh, I bought it from a original owner a year ago. The issue I have is idle. Uh, the it it's a, it keeps on changing. Well, I might be going 30 mile an hour down the road, 1500 RPM. Okay. And it, and uh, so, and then when I stop, it's idle and fast. Then if I, then another time it'll be okay, idle and about okay. eight hundred RPM. Okay, so I'm stop, getting stop. A variation in the idle. Okay, stop. Does it make any difference, cold or hot? Does it happen more cold or happen more hot? Uh, probably after it's been warmed up, it ran a few, four or five miles. It's okay, or is that when it starts acting up? Well, it. That's what I'd be acting up in. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Now, during this period of time, does it ever die? No, no, it never okay. dies. When you turn the air conditioning on and you use the air conditioning, does the application of air conditioning change anything? Uh, no, because the air was on when it was doing okay. it. Okay, all right. This isn't a and tough thing. It, it isn't tough. I mean, there's an idle air control motor, 118,000 miles on a 20-year-old car. That's the first thing I'd pull out and take a look at. You're not going to be able to tell what's good or bad, but I am. The idle air control motor could be bad. The throttle position sensor could be bad. Now, we also have a situation where there's a lot of people that have had screwdrivers and wrenches on top of this throttle, of uh, this fuel injection. We have to synchronize the idle. We have to synchronize the throttle blades. And we've got to synchronize the throttle position sensor. And after everybody starts messing with all the idle stuff, then mm. we have to reset what's called minimum idle authority. But forget I said that. It's just really a matter of synchronizing everything. Because it never dies, it's not the EGR valve hanging open. That's why I ask you that. 
and it mm-hmm. doesn't it, it doesn't appear to be ten- temperature sensitive, and all we've got basically is is I've got a, t- a different idle at times, something that's low and something that's high, but I'm not dying. This to diagnose it is probably seventy five to a hundred, and I think the possibility exists. Listen to me carefully, that that seventy five or a hundred is probably going to fix it. <laughs> It's kind of like oh. one of those deals where it's eighty dollars to find it and two dollars to fix it, or oh, it could okay. be eighty dollars to find it and forty dollars to fix it. But this isn't yeah. a tough one for us gray-haired guys. Do you have a garage of your own? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, I would call them and ask them if they want this and ask them what their diagnostic fee is. Okay. And here, let me narrow it down. It's not temperature sensitive. It never dies, but I have this fluctuating idle. Now, one other thing. You said you had the air on. I want you to do one of the tests. Does it change if the air is off? Is there a change? And let me explain why. The computer sees you turn on the air, and it knows that it's going to lose 50 RPM. The computer's going to command the idle air control motor that's going to bring the idle up. It's going to say, give me 50 back so or 100 back. So there's going to be this constant communication between the computer, the idle air control motor. Now, here's the problem. If it's low on Freon, <laughs> then the compressor is going to cycle on and off. Well, every time it comes on, we want to raise the idle, and every time it goes off, we want to drop the idle. So this could be something as silly as service in the air conditioning unit. It could be well, that silly. Now, one thing let me... Is car, oh, go ahead. I want you to just drive it with no air and see if the symptoms are exactly the same. Okay, that's easy, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you're gonna, if we're gonna suck the freon and put freon back in it, we're gonna suck all yours out, and we're gonna measure it and clean it, and then we're gonna look. And the sticker says you take 30 ounces, and I took out 20, so I'm gonna put your 20 back in. I'm gonna put 10 more on top of it. It's gonna be 125 for the service plus the freon. We have a dipstick that we never had for air conditioning systems that we've never had before. We used to do it by guess or by golly, and you couldn't get five technicians to agree on how to service an air conditioning unit. But today, we are bad. My industry is bad in a thousand percent. If you have that piece of equipment, that's a couple thousand bucks. So, you have a shop you like? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, I would try them first. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh huh. I. You notice that when you ask questions, you want yes, no, or I don't know. The guys have a tough time with the I don't know part, (laughs) but the women don't. It's just real simple for you to, to, but then every once in a while you'll run across a guy that says, I don't know. And, but it's just a guy thing. I've been doing radio for eight, since 1988, and it's a guy thing. And so you kind of have to go through there, but you'll notice, you know, Rudy, that the air conditioning is going to cycle if your fan speed's on low. Yes. And it'll go on and off because it's freezing up. So then you ask, turn off the air conditioning and see what happens. He comes back and says, okay, the problem's gone. Boo-boo, we're done. So how much does he save if he'll just do what I said or ask him to do, air on, air off? Is the symptom still there? I bet he saves 50 to $60 in diagnostic money if he can go in and say that. Well, here in Arizona, I'm sure he just leaves the air on all the time. But see, sometimes, I, I don't know about you, as as us older guys like Greg in the 80s, we get colder quicker, so we turn the air conditioning down to fan one, 
And so we start freezing it up and cycling it. I'm teasing him. He's punching me in the arm at the same time. How old are you now? 65. And so am I. So am I. We both have gray hair. We it, That's just a badge of honor. You know what I mean? I think it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so we're back. We're back to to you and I both need an alignment guy, and and I'll tell you what, I've had alignment guys, and I'm sure you have too, that talked a good game, but when you gave them something, it was difficult to get it right. Absolutely. And one of the things that that I find is is if they one of the questions I ask them, if you align the car and the steering wheel is crooked, how are you going to fix it? And I need them to answer the question. Um, well, I'm going to fix it down at the wheels, or I'm going to fix it at the idler arm. Um, I'm going to fix it by w- using one of the sleeves. They have to know where they're going to turn that steering wheel. The other day, we had a big truck in there, and um, and we, we put a new uh, drag link in it. And it's a sleeved, threaded drag link. W- when we got done, the technician didn't straighten the steering wheel, so he's driving down the road with the steering wheel at 2 o'clock and, and 8 o'clock. So he comes back, and one of our senior guys goes, I got this. So he gets the wheel straight ahead. He drives it until he gets the wheel straight ahead. He parks the wheel, just like you know, and then they loosen up the sleeve on the drag link and then straighten the steering wheel. Yeah. But you got to be a senior guy to know that. you got to know that. The junior guy, God bless him, just put the drag link in, but that next step of centering the steering wheel is important. But the, the alignment guys, I'll tell you what I like about them. They ooze experience and self-confidence. Um, do you think you can figure out why this old Dodge truck, the the butts three inches to the right than the front, and they look at you and like, don't waste my time, old man. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's kind of like, yeah. yeah, that on a one to, I always use one to ten, so they tease me back. On a one to ten, that's like a minus two. I got that. Okay, you handle that. So the, the alignment guys are an important. Uh, more than you guys, more than us, you guys need a good alignment guy and 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 it's because how many what percentage of the cars are wrecked in the front <laughs> it's got to be more than half you'll have a lot more damage on the front and that's where the a lot more money is cost because yeah. all your mechanical items so okay forth, we yes. got four sides of the car what percentage is the front damage the driver's side the rear or the passenger side you know I, I don't know the percentage okay 50 percent of the time the front's damaged Fifty percent of the time, it's the rear. Yeah, it's okay. It all depends on if it came if it came in on a, on a tow truck. Yeah, then your <laughs> your percentages are a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's a front end. <laughs> okay, normally, and and that's fair enough. That's fair enough because otherwise they'd drive it in. Yeah. Uh, and even though it's going sideways down the road, they'd drive it in. Mm-hmm. My point is, is the alignment is a much bigger part of your business than it is with mine. We're 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 dealing tire wear issues. We're t- pulls left and right. So, Gil, have we got a caller? Yes, uh, John. John, let me get John real quick. And we're talking about alignments, okay? John, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, we spoke last week about some brake springs and a brake spring kit, and you offered me a lunch bet, and I called back and talked to Gil and said I'll take you up on it. Okay, that's fine. I, I don't know if he told you about that. Um, <laughs> he said to go to Blackwell's and speak with Tom or Christy. So I went to him. Uh-huh. And uh, she gave me a guy named Jay, who's supposed to be the Mopar god in the valley. Mm-hmm. And he was unable to find the spring. They were unable to find the spring. And I was unable to find the spring other than going to the junkyard. Um, okay, well, hold on a minute. Want... Hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. We have okay. a disconnect here. Okay. 
because I talked to Blackwell right after the show last week, and you were talking about a bar. And I asked you if it was the bar across the top of the shoes and that there's a spring on the end of it. Correct. And you you kept talking about the bar. And then I asked you, is is it the lever from the emergency brake that went to the cable? And I don't remember what you said. So at the end of that call, I was confused, but I did tell you that that spring's available in the hardware kit, and I looked it up based on what I wrote down. And I gave it to our parts department, and they said, yes, the hardware kit is available for that vehicle. So you went to something other than the auto parts store at the corner that sells retail, and you went to somebody like Napa or something, and you asked them for a rear spring kit for the vehicle, and you couldn't find one? No, that's exactly what I did. AutoZone, O'Reilly, Napa, um, Parts Authority, um, two dealerships. Okay. And even Blackwell. And Blackwell tried to give me two single springs, um, but they were just too small. They were the correct shape, but they were just way too small to fit across that bar. It fits okay. on the top of the brakes. Okay. What's that bar for? They said it's for the emergency brake system. Okay. Well, that's the lever down below that's hinged off the rear shoe. No, if you got the star down at the bottom, it's on the very top. It, the bar goes across the top, and it fits into, I think, the, you know, into the shoes on each side. It's got One a notch on each side. It's got a notch on each side, Correct. and it's above the axle. Correct. And okay, well, that has nothing to do with the – it's it's kind of a pivot for the emergency brake, but the emergency brake will do with it or without it. If the shoes are okay. adjusted, um, yeah, I, you know, I really and truly – what you don't know is, is I spent an exorbitant amount of time last week on this. Um, I called Blackwell, <laughs> and I, and I, and I, I, and I'll still buy you lunch because if if I if I wasn't able to help you, but um, I, um, I am struggling with what part we're using because the terminology changes, and I'm struggling with um, that nobody can find it because we're not having that problem. So you you say Blackwell can't find it? You talk it to Christy or Tom it. and they can't I, I, find it? Okay, then yeah. I, I'm I'm going to tell you I'm going to wave the white flag and say um, I'm 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 done. I, I can't. If if you call me no, up no, and you I tell me you got this spring problem and that uh, you're you've checked with the people that I truly respect, then I have to wave the red flag and say I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, my suggestion was is find what the OEM part number is and Google that because um, that's what we do sometimes, and you can get that from the Mopar guys because they're going to have an exploded drawing of that backing plate. Just make sure that you tell them it's an 8 or a 10-inch or a 12-inch drum. Tell them they're going to ask you that. But I just don't know. I, I'm sorry. I just don't know. But if you'll send me an email, I'll still buy you lunch because um, I, I promised that if Blackwell couldn't find it that I'd buy you lunch and tell me how much you want, and I'll send you some money because that's what I need to do. All right, it's 18 minutes after the hour. i got to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. 
We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. This election is more important than ever. Be sure you're registered and make your plans to vote. Our nation's future depends on it. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Well, welcome to the Speakers. 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, you're more than welcome to call in. We have open lines available, 602-508-0960. We're talking about insurance companies and body paint and body shop. I don't want to create the perception that the that they're, that's, a, that's a hateful relationship because it's not, right? No, it's not. It's not. It, where the hateful part is is the self-serving people that are part of that relationship. You've got certain adjusters that want to feed their buddy. You've got certain insurance companies that want to use somebody who they've already agreed to pay a certain, maybe, substandard fee because they're not going to pay them more. <laughs> and so you've got that. Then you've got these membership shops where the shop is going to be the sent business, but there's always some caveat that goes along with that with respect to where you're going to get your parts and are you going to use aftermarket parts when you should use factory parts and all that other stuff. What's the two words that we need to use with respect to factory or OEM parts and what's the other word for sheet metal that's not OEM that what what is that they call it aftermarket after okay fair enough fair enough aftermarket so it's it's an acrimonial relationship sometimes from the mechanical point of view we we had a BMW in here and it had a rack leaking so they wanted us to remove the rack and give them some numbers we said we can give you numbers without the rack no remove the rack so we removed the rack then he calls back and he goes okay we got one coming your way Oh, 
okay, when will it be here? Well, in the next three days. So I got this rack out of it, which means I can't steer the BMW, and I've got it tied up on a hoist. Okay, so how are we going to work this? Well, I just install the rack. Well, who's going to warranty it? Well, you are. No, I'm not. I'm going to warranty the installation. But if it leaks, I'm not paying for it. Oh, no, it's part of your warranty. Let me explain something to you. Why don't you come over here, and I'm going to stick a pipe in your ear, and I'm going to tell you this ain't working for me. <laughs> I'm going to hang that rack back on there, and you can come and get this, and I'm going to call the customer next. So I called the customer. I said, this is what we're doing. I'm not doing that. He wants to send me a rack from a place I don't know where. He wants me to install, and he wants me to warranty, and I have, I, he won't let me make a dime on it. Plus, he wants to tie my hoist up for three days. I know I'm not mad at you. Tell me the next place you want me to, t- to have this towed. I'll put the rack back in it at my cost, and I'll have it towed to a facility close by. So the next thing I know is they call and say, we need the car done in 24 hours. <laughs> I said, that'll do it. I'll take care of that. Um, when we talk about car repair shops, and this is a mechanical site, Harker's over at 38th Avenue in Indian School. I can't emphasize enough, all the shops on my best car repair shops list are good, but Harker's been around a long time. Him and Christopher Columbus knew one another. And when they came over in the ark, and he was one of the people that worked on the ark, Bob. Bob and Ellen have run Harker's, and it's a go-to shop for me because when you complain that every time you open the driver's door on Thursday morning between 8 and 9 in the morning, you hear a cuckoo from like a cuckoo clock. He can find that. He can fix it. Not too long ago, he had a $2,200 estimate to replace the evaporator, which is the cold part of the air conditioning unit behind the glove box, because the water was being blown out the vents. Okay? I, you, you already know what the answer is. The drain's plugged up. <laughs> so they went in there, and they looked up inside with the camera, and the drain's plugged up. So they stick the coat hanger in there, and here's the best part. They get compressed air. They close all the vents except one, and they blow compressed air into it, and they clean out the evaporator box. And I think the bill was 75 bucks. Huh. And they were bidding against some two or $3,000 bid. So that's why Harker's at 38th Avenue Indian School is a great place. All righty, let's go to Tom. Tom, good morning. Morning. How you doing? Good, Air good. Question. Sure. 20, 2017 Accord, 120000 on the clock. Uh, all this last summer, it worked good. Uh, I was always concerned the compressor seemed to cycle frequently. So I took it in, and, you know, they measured it. 15, 16 half ounces and recharged it. Everything was fine. Still cycles like crazy. The uh, compressor burn up on the end. So little black pieces came out. So seems to still have Freon in it. And uh, the clutch won't engage. The clutch seems to be okay. burned up. Let me ask you a question. What Certainly. fan speed do you use? Uh, it's got an automatic thing on it. So, okay. But I usually, I try and uh, run it in the mid-speed. Okay. Well, no, you don't have control if it's an automatic. If it's yeah. an automatic. Yeah, well, it's got, it's got a, yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, well, I just want to know in the spectrum of middle, high, or low numbers. Yeah. I mean, are you on the cold side? Are you setting it down to 68 or 72 when it's, you know, it's, I mean, where are you at in the spectrum of, oper- here's what I'm driving at. It could freeze up and cycle the clutch on a regular basis. Grandma Moses drives around with her fan speed on low. She's yeah. running on max air. She's freezing up the evaporator. The evaporator is shutting off the clutch. 
and then we go into defrost mode, so to speak, and then once we un unthaw the evaporator, then we turn it back on, so we're cycling. In the older cars, we'd run low speed, recirculation, and it would cycle the compressors like crazy. It's also going to cycle if it's got low on Freon, and it also may cycle if it's got a high side problem, we're going to kick the compressor off. So the question is, are we low on Freon, are we, do we have too much Freon, or are we freezing it up? So let me ask you one more question. When you park the car, how much water does it leave underneath the car on a hot day? Ooh, I hadn't checked on that, so I don't know. I can't okay. give you an answer. That's a good question. Okay, because if it's a lot of water, then we're definitely freezing up the evaporator, and that's why it's cycling. But in, at your particular point right now, you have no choice. We're going to take the compressor out, replace the clutch and the compressor. We're going to suck all your Freon out, keep it, put it right back in. We're going to make sure we find out how much oil the old one had in it and compromise and then put the right amount of oil in the new one and we're also going to you probably got some metering device in there i don't think you have an orifice too but an expansion valve and we're going to clean that or replace that so you're in the you're in the thousand to two thousand dollar range here okay well I, I know from a dealer standpoint where you're at just replacing the clutch be a losing deal for everybody or as far as doing it myself what do you think of replace the clutch economical let's see what happens I'm I I think it's I'm not I'm not nope I don't want no part of replacing the clutch. Yeah. At 120,000 miles, um, if the clutch went bad, it's probably because the compressor stopped working and we burnt the blew the clutch off of it. It's it's rarely that the clutch takes a beating on its own. I mean, if you want to know the truth, then crawl underneath there, take the belt off the compressor, and then just put some kind of wrench over the front <coughs> shaft of the uh, compressor and see if you can even move the clutch face. And if yeah, you the compressor, compressor still seems to be free. How, how do you know that, that, though? How do you know that? How do you know I that? went under there and manually turned it. Okay. And you manually turned the pulley where the belt's at, or you turned the face of the clutch? Yeah, I turned the uh, compressor itself. Okay, the face of the clutch. Okay, I, I, I don't know what else to do. I'm trying to fix it through your eyes, and I'm a little confused, but I still stand behind this. Um, I... I, I I think you're, make, you're making a terrible mistake by just replacing the clutch. I think you'll be sorry for that. We'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. An official message from Medicare. So, did you try it yet? Comparing plans? Oh, yeah. They sure can change year to year. Well, I found lower prescription costs and historically low plan premiums. Ooh, how about those new insulin savings? Hundreds of plans, $35 a month. That'll save you money. Comparing plans really pays. Mm-hmm. Compare plans from home at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. Open enrollment ends December 7th. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 
This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Mayor Jolovitz will have as his guest conservative educator and historian Dr. Jake Jacobs, who will speak about his recent book, Mob Rule, and examine the ideological implications of the coming presidential election, the most contentious and consequential in modern American politics. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms... Don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, It's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half. And you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. All about that. After the hour of uh, 11 o'clock, there's a good shop up north by you, and mm-hmm. the name of it is Action Autos, and you guys deal with him. Oh, yeah, for um, 30 years. Okay, mechanical stuff. Yes. And and so you do the paint and body, but then if you need the air conditioning charged or you no, need... No, no, we okay, do all do, of that. Okay, but, give but me an example. We, if we can't figure something out mechanically... He can. Okay, okay. That's as good as it gets when the repair shops around you use you as a, a fireman. Okay, put the fire out because I couldn't. And, and the same way with us, we have other mechanical shops that we lean on that this guy works on just Lexuses. Well, if we get, in the tie, if I, we get our underwear knotted up, we're going to go to him. We're going to say, help us out on this. But Action Auto's at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northeast corner. Tom's been around a long time, and I've known Tom since 1983 when he was selling automotive diagnostic equipment. Yeah. So I go back with Tom a long time. He's honest. He's dependable. He knows what he's talking about. He's not going to take it take advantage of you. And if you want to sit in his lobby and talk about fishing or snowmobiles, you'll be there a very long time. That's Action Auto, northeast, northwest corner of I-17 and uh, Deer Valley. Let's go to the phones. Joe, good morning. How can we help you? Well, you might have just answered my question. I inherited a 
2004 Dodge Ram Rumblebee okay. for my father-in-law. And uh, I'm okay with saying I don't know. I don't know much about cars. And Wait a minute. I, hold on. Hold on. I need to turn on my recorder. Um, Joe says okay. he knows. There's three answers to my questions. Yes, no, or I don't know. Hold on. Exactly. Just a okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> and Joe says one of the three words I'm capable of saying is, is I don't know. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to yeah. give you my email address, um, and, and you call me anytime you want. because. Uh, and I want to tell you something. The long, Greg, do you yes. know how to say um, I don't know? All the time. Okay, that's the and 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 that's the happy marriage. You know what I mean? They ask you, and if if they want it, where do you want to go to eat? I don't care. That's the path of least resistance. <laughs> they want to go get the sushi. We're going to sushi. Anyway, Joe, you you bring out a good point. Is the women know how to say yes, no, and I don't know, but it's often difficult to get someone to someone of the male persuasion to say that. But anyway, I'm all ears. Tell me what's on going on. Yes, dear. That's the other thing I've learned. <laughs> okay. After 22 years. Uh, so I, I inherited this truck, and I, I I don't know what's the matter with it. My father-in-law passed away. He wasn't really taking care of it. And so now I'd like to get somebody that is trustworthy to look at this and just let me know what needs to be done so I can start chipping away at that stuff or just have them all do it, whatever the case may be. Okay. Uh, but I, it, that's it. I just want somebody trustworthy to, to take care of this, and I don't want to go to the dealer. Okay, and, and, and let me tell you what you're going to do. I'm suggesting that you do this. You take it into them and you say to them, um, this is truck's new to me. I haven't decided exactly if I'm going to pull Tucson to Phoenix or if I'm going to pull a trailer or horses or if I'm just going to use it every once in a while. But here's what I'd like you to do. How much is a used car checkover? Mm. All right, and then I want you to put categories. This is stuff you need to do now. This is stuff that sometime in the future, and this is stuff you need to plan for down the road. That's a very simple request that all the senior guys know exactly what you're doing. So it's called a use. You're, you're pretending like you're going to buy this from Mark Salem, but you want him to look it over. The only difference gotcha. is, is you want him to put those three categories. Now, what part of town do you live or work? Arrowhead. Give me a major intersection. Uh, like uh, 75th and Union Hill. Like, I can make it to uh, Deer Valley and I-17. There you go. Yeah, Action. Uh, there's yeah. a guy that you might know over there. Yeah, Tom at Action <laughs> Auto? Yeah. Okay, well, he, he, you know, he just got out of prison not too long ago. Well, that's good. And, that's good. and He's out now. Yes, he is. He's out now. And um, he, he's only on parole for like six years. And he wears an ankle bracelet, so you'll never see him wear shorts anymore. But, um, yeah, just ask him how he's doing in his parole when you see him. <laughs> but he can handle what you're talking about. But I think the words, the universal words is, use car checkover covers what okay. you want. What do I need now, Perfect. tomorrow, next week? Wonderful. Okay? Perfect. Thank you. All right, you bet. Uh, you know, um, there's a lot of shop, but people are surprised about what I say. 
about other shop owners. But if you listen to the show more than twice in your life, you'll know that I know these guys really well. They're going to just laugh. Yeah, Tom's a great guy. Yeah, and he's going to laugh. He may even call me. They have my cell phone. I have theirs. So if Monday Tom calls me, I'm probably not going to answer it till he cools off till Tuesday, and then I'll call him back. Oh, no, he's <laughs> laughing with you. And I understand that. I understand that. Auto Dynamics is out in Sun City. They're a good shop. Um, they've been around. I've known Chuck Nyday since 1968. His son, Derek, the second generation nowadays, is running Auto Dynamics. As far as I'm concerned, it's the only shop in the Sun City area. It's the only shop because it's a good shop, and he knows what he's doing, and he's playing by the rules. But Derek is of the newer generation, so there's a little difference in the way my son and my daughter do repairs than I did, but it's a good way. So if you're in the uh, Sun City area, my recommendation, and they've been around since 1982, is they're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. North side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. 602-508-0960. We're in our last 20-minute session. You're welcome to call. We'll do our best to get you in, and if not, we'll have a conversation. Uh, You'll give your phone number to Gil, and I'll call you from my blocked line. Our phone number, again, is 602-508-0960. Hugh Hewitt exposes the Democrats' plan. Barbara Ferrer is the L.A. County Health Director. She did a conference call yesterday. You may not hear this anywhere else, but Barbara Ferrer said this. Don't realistically anticipate reopening a K-12 school, at least until after the election. After the election. Do you get it? Do you understand? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 3 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. You work hard for your money. You do your job and you pay your taxes. Don't you think you deserve a state legislator that does the same? Eric Curland has been a member of this community for more than 30 years. He's not a self-proclaimed businessman preying on hardworking Arizonans. As a state legislator, Eric will fight for a strong economy, better schools, and safe communities. Vote for Eric Curland. Paid for by Curland 23. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Today, Today we, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school school steps, steps, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I I really really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed, as our nation is, with abundant physical resources, and inspired as it should be, with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, 
we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill, where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Well, we're here, and our guests are Rudy from Phoenix Body Works and Greg, his boss, or it's Greg's here with Rudy as his right hand, his left hand, his right brain, his left brain, right, Rudy? Yes, sir. Okay. And it's no different than my son, Alan. It's the same thing with him. He, The kids, um, my oldest and my, my youngest, are, are kind of out running the operation. <clears throat> they still call me once a week, but I think it's just a made-up question. Hey, Dad, what would you do if the water fountain quits working? <laughs> <laughs> so it's really not something that's important, but they want to make me feel like I'm part of the decision-making process. But anyway, I've used Phoenix Body Works, and this is what I tell people when they ask me, where do I go? I tell them you want to pick the shop yourself. I, I tell them it's a bad idea to let anybody pick the shop for you. And a good mechanical shop close by is going to know the good good body shop guys. And we're also interested in somebody who's been around longer than a couple of years. We're interested in the guys that have been around for 10, 15, 20 years because those are the survivors. And those are the guys that are capable of continuing. And once you get a family, I think you'll agree, Rudy, when dad wrecks the car and then daughter wrecks the car, you're going to get the daughter's wrecked car. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's going to be one of those things that once you develop trust, then you're going to get the family and then perhaps the neighbors and some of the coworkers because they have a good a good poss- they have a good rap about you. They have a good story about you. Mark, there's a guy named Mark on the phone. He wants to talk about cars. Mark, did your parents just love you when they named you Mark? <laughs> yes. And good. they they probably would have loved you too because uh <laughs> you help me out every time I call you. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's nice to hear. I I like that. What can I do this time? Well, I called you about a month or so ago. I've got a 96 Bronco. Um, you helped me with the, the check engine light then. And uh, I've got a real off-the-wall question. I decided to take the plenum off the 302 and clean it up and stuff. I don't want to reinstall it before I redo all the vacuum lines and the emissions component. My question is, where the heck can I find eighth-inch plastic vacuum lines? You don't have to use plastic. Well, it's vacuum, so I don't want it to collapse. But no, I mean, you, we have vacuum line. It'll be a lot I, better if you forget the plastic. I can't find eighth-inch of anything. Okay, I. I, I, I don't, you don't know. Yeah. What, what part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm on the East Valley out in Gold Canyon, but I can travel some. 
Go to Thompson's Auto Repair at Apache or Main Street just east of Stapley. Now, he, okay. here's what's important. Your plastic line is really small, but there's a rubber boot at the end of it that makes the transition. Yes? Exactly. Right, okay. right. Yep. You're going to take the rubber boot off, and that's the line you need. We're, we're going to eliminate that plastic line in between source and action. So in and out. We're going to take the rubber line out. or the, the, It's got a rubber, then it's got a plastic line, then it's got a rubber. We're taking right. all of that out, and we're going to go the whole way with rubber. Really, yeah, I never thought of that. <laughs> I, and, and Mark, I'm, I'm telling you, um, we have, um, we probably today have six, seven cars in the shop that are older than sixty. But, and we we do this upgrade, and only the purists are going to say, "Oh, I should have a plastic line." And and the same thing. Well, the answer is is well, I couldn't find any 1959 bias ply tires for it either. <laughs> and so you know, I'm going to put some some radials on it. And then I want to avo- I want to tell you something else. Don't mess with the emissions. Just put it back the way it was. Keep yeah, your EGR on it. And yeah. make sure you everything's plumbed properly to open and close the EGR. And you'll probably have a thermostat there that will keep the EGR closed until it warms up. And then it'll open and close. It'll open when you're on the throttle and then it'll close when you're off the throttle. But really and truly, the air out of the tailpipe will be a benefit to all of us. And I don't care who tells you otherwise. There's no horsepower or performance loss with an emission control on your 96 Bronco if you yank it all off. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, it'll Mm -hmm. set you backwards. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. So So you're saying... Uh, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, go uh, right ahead. I'm sorry. So, so you're saying now I can find quarter inch line that I can use all day long, and it's got an eighth inch ID. But so you're saying just save a little bit of my my eighth inch plastic line to transition from that rubber plug to the rest of the line. No, I'm saying take the plastic completely away and just run the rubber from point A to point B. If you have true vacuum line, you're not going to be able to suck that thing flat. There's just okay. no no way. I mean, 30 inches of vacuum is the most we're going to ever see. So, I mean, and that's on downhill slide with a horse trailer behind you and your throttle's closed and your four-speed. But really and truly, trust me, take the plastic line, throw it away, and rub a, run a piece of rubber hose. Now, I don't okay. want windshield wiper washer hose. I want okay. vacuum line. I don't want fuel line either. I want vacuum line. And go in there and buy six feet of it. And then mm-hmm. you can route it nicely so it looks pretty. Okay. So I can get this over at your, your shop, Tom's? Yeah. You can go, well, actually, if you go to any, any, if you just take the little rubber boot with you and just go to any auto parts store and tell them you want six feet of this in vacuum line. I want six feet of this in vacuum line. Wow. That's all I got to do. I didn't, even, I didn't even think of that. That's great. That's okay. Here's the thing. Next time the plate passes, you put an extra dollar for me, okay? Because I need all the help I can get. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got it, sir. Okay. Thank you again very oh, you're much. Welcome. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> um, as you can well imagine, I get in trouble every once in a while. And and I get a call, and, and it starts with, did you really say on the air? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Um, is, I found out this. The easiest way to get out of trouble is say, I'm sorry, sincerely. You can't do it when you're laughing. 
you can't do it if it's not sincere. So you say, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And most of the time, that kind of diffuses it. My wife's heard that once a day for the last 46 years, so it doesn't really work on her anymore, but it's okay. Anyway, when it comes to paint and body, I think I'd rather be in my business than yours. I can't understand and I can't fathom how close you have to be because you don't have a lot of slop in your world. You can't just hang a door and tighten it up and think it's going to hang right without shims, without some kind of, of, of change. Well, the cars, how much they're changing to today's, I mean, you see it on your side where everything's electronic mm -hmm. anymore. And I mean, that plays a huge battle with us as far as keeping up with it and and keeping our technicians on top of it being trained. And And you're absolutely right. Sometimes we have a signal coming from some kind of a module. And we don't know which one of the 22 lines is is the signal. And so oftentimes you have to plug a scanner in. And if you're lucky and you have the $30,000 scanner instead of the $8,000 scanner, sometimes you can actually go and follow the signal and it doesn't go anywhere. Sometimes we find, sometimes, that we can make something happen and watch for the effect. So we see the command for roll the window up, but it doesn't get there. Yeah. So it's can common area network and so it's one of those things but there's guys out there today i'll give you an example um, arizona's import specialist the guy had a toyota and he had he took it in because his dash lights were intermittent the shop which was a bad thing to do replace the alternator starter told him it's guaranteed it's fixed it wasn't fixed he never even got out of the parking lot four hundred dollars later Plus, they overcharged him for the alternator and the battery. The numbers they charged were way out of industry standards. So he doesn't know what to do, and the guy goes, well, you know, I fixed it. So so he calls around, and he ends up over at Joel's shop. And jo I call Joel, and I say, you got to be careful with this. Somebody already tried and couldn't. He goes, it's the ABS controller. I says, to flash the dash light? Oh, Mark, I fixed this a lot of times. What are you going to do? There's a guy in Pittsburgh. I send it to him, and he fixes it and sends it back. Well, how are we going to know it's fixed? Because I'm going to plug it in and install it, and I'm going to say to the guy, call me with your credit card in a week. I said, I'll take that deal. So I called the customer, and he goes, no, it's fixed. <laughs> so it's a matter of who. But your job is tough because oftentimes you don't know. If the car's hitting the front, the problem could still be in a door. Could be. If the door could be fine, if the door is fine. And then you've got all those sensors, and now it's not a switch at the trunk. It's a different kind of switch to tell you the trunk's open or the trunk's closed. And that's probably going to go through some kind of a can or some kind of a bus, and all of a sudden that signal gets jumbled. So is that a problem that you run in a lot, or is it once a week? So insurance companies, I think majority of them are on board now where we call what we pre-scan vehicles. Okay. So before we do anything to the vehicle, we scan it. Um, and then, and you're going to go into the computer and you're going to say, what kind of problems do you see? What kind of problems did you have? Is everything okay? So basically, you're going to ask the brain of the car, how the hell are you? Yeah, because there may be nothing with a door right now, but we may need to detrim that door for paint. So now we'll do a post scan. Um, so when we're done with the vehicle, now there's signals in that door because we've disconnected some items. Um, and then we clear everything back up and make sure everything's back on the road for them okay now i don't know how you clear up you know you kind of reboot the computers but the new way is um 
with the battery connected, cycle the key on 32 times quickly. On, off, on, off, on, off. Then you honk the horn twice. You let the wipers flap twice, disconnect the battery for an hour, and then plug it back in. Is that what you guys use? Yeah, Greg always forgets to cycle the key. <laughs> I lose count, and, then I, and so then I finally I give up, and I give it to the car wash guy. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's something in there that I struggle with, is wave a dead cat around your hat five times. You know what I mean? Now, you're, we're all laughing, but there's some of them that are that ridiculous. There are. There's some of them that want you to hold the key two and a half seconds and slam the hood. I'm being ex- I'm exaggerating, but there's some really crazy reboots and things you have to do to reprogram the stupid car. Yeah, and, and there's companies out there. If if it's something we can't handle, that's too involved. You know, we'll we'll sublet it out um, to a vendor, or if it's something Tom can handle over at Action Auto as well, we'll we'll take it to him. But yeah, these vehicles between electronics, aluminum, I mean, there's so many things that come into play nowadays. Programming the mirrors, the side mirrors, the headlights, mm-hmm. uh, they're all becoming programmable. And, and in an accident, you have to make sure they're programmed correctly. If it leaves and the mirror's not programmed correctly and the customer didn't see this in his this vehicle coming up because the mirror's not dialed mm-hmm. in, and it's not warning him, mm-hmm. uh, we're on the hook for it. And so we make sure all that is checked before it's left oh, the okay, shop. Okay, but there's some that you can't do. Like you can't set the seat parameters for the husband and the wife. You can't redo the stereo system for the stations. You can't reprogram some of the air conditioning for the most normal. Those are some of the things that you have to return to them, right? Of Otherwise, course, yeah. you can't have the wife or, and the husband or come Or the in. windshields. So. Exactly, exactly. And all those creature comforts have a lot to do with, but somebody's going to have to do it. So it's tough to hand them the owner's manual with a bunch of dog-eared pages and say, you need to do this when you get home. But there's no other choice. There's just no other choice. So you can't put someone in there to set the seat for what we think the dad wanted. or what. And and then here's the problem. We don't have any memory. We don't know what the seat was like before. So somebody's going to have to drive it and get the front seat, or the the bottom seat, and the back seat in the tilt and the the lift mode, and then how high it is and how far forward. So we have four or five different adjustments that somebody's going to have to push the button that says this is my my seat settings number one and my husband's number two. So those are the difficult things. Likewise, we have the same problem when we do a, a battery change. A lot of times we'll lose all those settings. It's not because we did it on purpose. It's just that that's part of the process. But it's good to just wrap up the car every once in a while and dump all the information, especially from my point of view, from the mechanical side. Let's dump all the historical fuel delivery and timing and all that kind of stuff. Let's start new and see if we do better. It's not uncommon for us to do better once we do the clean boot. So anyway, thank you, guys. Phoenix thank Body you. Works, Rudy no, and Greg from you. Phoenix Body Works. And uh, it's a shop that I go to, and I tell people, go to Phoenix Body Works because they're not beholden to any insurance companies. They're going to really do for you. They're going to work for you. They're going to treat you like somebody that uh, is a neighbor of theirs, and they're not going to let. They're not going to dance to music being mouthed by somebody who has their interest in front of yours. So it's not a matter of, let's can we put a used fender on that when that's not really belongs on the car? So Phoenix Body Works is a great place to go. Kurtz is up at I-17 in Bell. You guys probably know him. Kurtz is a really great guy in the northeast corner. It's somebody you ought to check out if you're in that area.